The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Good evening, Rick. Would you believe it's, it's Dr. Doom? What's on your evil mind? Oh, you insulting tongue and mock my words well. How about this rumor that you are really hired, Mr. Stark? And welcome to another exciting episode of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles. Yay! Some ghetto sound effects today. <laughs> I am your host, Tim D-O-Double-G. Yay! What the? <laughs> Agent 70's computer is on the frit, so he is logging in tonight via his iPad. Yes, yes. You know, at least the iPad is uh, functional tonight. It's uh, the wonders of modern technology, ladies and gentlemen. Which has left us without sound effects for the night. Right. At least the computerized version. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So uh, count on us all to be chipping in with with, uh, Police Academy style sound effects. We actually have a backup. I just didn't put them up in town. So it's it's fine. (laughs) But... I am your host, Tim Deal Double G, and Yay. yeah, I'll, I'll I'll make sure not to put any pauses to. <laughs> you I know we voice thirty we minutes into these, the show. Yeah, I was about to say we have uh, what you call we have we we have our rhythms. That's the thing. Like we just anticipate it. So yeah. So yes, I am your host, Tim Deal Double G, and with us is you've seen Agent Seventy. Yay. And at Ruddy Cat. Yay. Hey. <laughs> Not with us tonight is at PCN underscore dirt, but he should hopefully be back next week. Yep. And if you ever want to see previous episodes of the Comic Book Chronicles or Comic Book News, go to our website, theclicknation.com, where we also have links to our social media accounts on the homepage. We're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Google Plus. You can also ka-ching, subscribe. Ka-ching. Hold on. Oh no, that's not the. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to play something off a soundboard out of my phone. Ka-ching, ching. There you go. And we can also be you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and YouTube. Ka-ching, ching. And we are also part of the Coast Leather Podcast Network. Go to CSPN.us. Do it today. Do it today. And make sure to buy some Comic Book Chronicles merchandise by going to shop.cspn.us. Ka-ching, ching We record live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can tune in every week by bookmarking the site or the link, theclipnation.com forward slash live. Ka-ching. And if you're talking comic books on social media, use the hashtags Comic Book Chronicles or CBCron to join in the conversation. Ka-ching. So, before the show, we were talking about how big a week this was. Lots of great comments to discuss. So, we're going to, without further ado, jump into probably the largest, and that's the finale of Dark Knight's Metal with issue number six. I'm sure PCN underscore Dirt is kind of disappointing to have a chance to discuss that on the show this week. But we actually don't have his... Yes, we do. We do have his thoughts of the issue. He said somewhere in here was a good action story, but the details are lacking. 
Is it crossover? They forgot to cross over. How did one woman get 10th medal? How did she know it would work? How did she get soups and bats together? There's just too much going on that doesn't, that isn't explained or that doesn't get explained. I agree with that uh, evaluation. I was uh, kind of confused reading my way through it this afternoon. Like, where did this come from? You know, has it been that long? You know, what I was thinking was that there was, you know, I guess some kind of uh, gap in my knowledge or, or, or the amount of time between reading the last one and this one led me to forget a lot. So, that's, you know, I echo the same sentiments as uh, Dirt because I definitely had, uh, I bumped on a lot of the same things. Well, I was about to say, I, I haven't, didn't read this, but I can't answer any of that. But I'm thinking, given that Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman share a book together, which we'll probably talk about in a minute, wouldn't that stand a reason as to how that part was, was, was what? I don't I mean, know. If it's, if it's a tie-in, I'm assuming they're tie-ins, right? No. That, that uh, you're referencing? Oh. No. Well, I'm just no. I'm just saying. I'm just like, well, that part part is probably easy because they're usually around each other a good bit. Oh no, but uh, you know, in in terms of this crossover, I think I I figure I think I know how they get together. But you know what Dirt mentioned specifically, and I would ring the spoiler bell, ding ding, um, about how uh, I guess they uh, you know get to a point where um, they're able to triumph is that they you know they 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 work together and and utilize this thing called. 10th medal not nth medal you know or ninth medal that's what we find out and i we figure i don't know if that was made evident in the issue previous it does you do get some answers to things we learn about the uh nth medal stands for ninth medal the 10th medal is also was formerly known as element x that's weird i assumed nth medal that exactly was the name of the nth metal. I mean, that was, and I don't know why, because like, every time I hear nth metal, I keep thinking ninth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, yes. So in some of the interviews, you almost kind of need to read some of the interviews with Snyder to get sort of a general sense of what's going on. And in some of them, he mentions how, you know, the nth basically stands for ninth. So the ninth, I think ninth metal is a metal of the gods. Eighth, I forget what eighth was. Seven um, dragon balls, six geese laying. Oh no, five golden rings. But um, and ten is for element its the numeral its also for ten. But um, that it does a good job of at least giving a resolution to this uh, story arc with the dark multiverse and Barbatos for the last six issues, but also sets up many fun things to play out in the DC universe for the months to come. Tying into the new age of heroes and uh, dire futures for green lanterns and uh, wonder woman and the flash and uh, justice league in particular Aquaman Shut up, shut up, shut up. Oh. Stupid soundboard. So sensitive. Uh. <laughs> but um, what was I going to say? What's funny is that to a certain extent, this reminded me of the end of Secret Wars, where they're talking about rebuilding the multiverse and how in Marvel, it's just like, you know what? We're just going to let Reed do it. And spoiler alert, 
Ding, ding. In this, the Justice League basically uh, redo, not the multiverse, but their Earth. And they raise the Earth from the quote-unquote darkness. And I guess they rebuild it and some of their own you know, personal desires come into play. And I guess they're going to use that also as part of um, the story going forward, you know, to kind of propel things forward. Like, well, this is, you know, this was a, a desire of, let's say, Wonder Woman to, uh, you know, to implement this in the new world. And now we're seeing the unintended consequences of that. Yep. So that's an interesting thing um, that they're bringing up. Um, I like that uh, there was a, a cool Elseworlds um, uh, reference uh, when 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 it came down to a, uh, I, I forget which group of heroes assembled um, the good guy Elseworlds Batman. Oh, um, the something of heroes they call it House of Heroes. The House of Heroes, right? So it's it's kind of funny to see you know. Uh, they uh, they drop uh, the Frank Miller Dark Knight Batman, the the, uh, the Blood Rain was it is it Blood Rain Batman, and uh, the the Russian Batman, and uh, it's kind of cool to see that you know to see those uh, those, those characters even in you know kind of Easter eggy slash uh, cameo appearances. Yeah, like I said, a lot to digest. It's an issue that you basically need to read probably t- two or three times to get the full picture. I agree with that. All right. What else we got? It was Doug the only one that read Doomsday Clock. I started it. I didn't get to it. All right. We can save that for the rapid fire. Oh, uh, it's something we all read. You said you only had four books, right? Agent right. Seven. We were just, yeah, we just covered uh, one of them. Mm-hmm. So I've got Avengers, Iron Man, and Daredevil. Oh, we can do Avengers since that was the other event type book. Avengers six eighty six. Yep, Some no sir. things happened there too. Yes, yes. We it seems like we are moving towards the end game. No pun intended. Every pun intended when it comes to this. Yeah, there's been a couple of revelations. There's been so we learn a little bit more about the Immortal Hulk, or. I don't want to say we learn more about him, but well, yeah, we do because he's seems to be intelligent. But Hulk is the dominant personality, right? So this is like a weird amalgam of like the Mister Fix It and like the like a, like a, a sort of Savage Hulk, and he's uh, up against the pacifist Wonder Man. Who still continues to be annoying? Yes, I have never cared for 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 pacifist Wonder Man, but then I think back, just like my notes say, it was like you know, red suit, red jumpsuit era Wonder Man was slightly annoying because it was all I don't know if I could cut his hero and this and that and the other, and mm-hmm. I'm not sure of my powers and blah 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 blah. But then then we got Hollywood <laughs> Wonder Man, who was just as annoying, right? I think ho- I think Wonder Man in the green suit was the worst. Yeah, because that was Hollywood. That was based yeah. on Wonder, Wonder Man. Yeah, so, that was the worst. Yeah, and and the Hulk kind of calls him out on this, like, "Yeah, you're Hollywood. You what do you what do you know about hurt?" <laughs> yeah, 
I yeah. kind of like that. I like that. I thought that was pretty cutting and pretty straightforward and blunt. I, was, you know, I, I, I kind of applauded the Hulk for that. He said, "You know, we've never been friends." Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because yeah, because that whole time, the whole time, Simon was like, "Bruce, we're friends." This and that and other. I'm like, "When? Since when?" <laughs> yeah, right. It's too funny. And. Oh, so something also tragic happens to an elder of the universe. Or so we think, yeah. Or so we think, right. It's made to look that way. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you know, there's a news article about maybe that may touch on that later in the show. But yeah, and we find out a little bit more about, um, I guess we don't find out that much more about it than we already knew about Voyager. But she looks like she's kind of had a change of heart from what her initial intentions were. When she sees, um, you know, the team fighting the Hulk or trying to fight the Hulk, such as it is. And next issue should hopefully give us more clues to what's going on and more information on the mysterious Voyager. I saw. Yeah, it looks like preview for that issues left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we kind of already knew, you know. Like, especially in this issue, we found out, you know, a couple of other things. Well, we knew, but, you know, the rest of the team finds out kind of about what's uh, what's part of Voyager's story. All right. So I just got a quick question uh, for the panel before we move on. Um, Tim, are you still getting physical copies or not of, of, like, Marvel books? No. Okay. So I guess this really only goes to Roddy. Has your shop or shops encountered like sellouts of these Avengers books that kind of unexpectedly popular demand? Um, you know what? I was just in there today. I don't, I don't know. I think there was maybe one or two. Like, I don't, my shop doesn't really get that much because they're still really just starting to get back into new books, right? And and they or they do order, you know, by popular this and other, but I've only seen a couple. I'm not even sure if I've seen this issue, but I don't recall them selling out or even having that much. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say, I would just mention that, you know, uh, you know, uh, kind of, you know, informing, uh, you know, what we, what we know about this particular event. It seems like at least up here, you know, in New York city in the Northeast, because I went up to where my, where uh, my sister is in uh, upstate New York and, uh, their shop was also kind of marking up some of the issues, like the first full appearance of the Immortal Hulk was right. marked up. They were sold out of the uh, the appearance of the, the, the supposed uh, origin of Voyager, mm-hmm. you know. And those were, you know, those are seemingly, um, uh, what you call it? Those are seemingly uh, uh, in demand issues wherever you went. You know, Midtown sold out of these things, so. Yeah. Like, there's another yeah. another shop I, I tend to go to sometimes, and I still him have a couple of of the variants, right? Like a, a one a copy left or something like that. And, mm-hmm. and I, but by accounts from what I hear, yeah, the 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 event itself is doing pretty good on sales. And I, I don't have numbers, but like so, this is kind of hearsay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, in any event, I just wanted to make note of the fact that this event seems to be fairly popular, especially amongst people who you know maybe speculating and looking for first appearances and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, every issue ends with a cliffhanger or at least reveals something 
new. So there's plenty of speculator, speculative type things to grab onto and hope right. they lead to money down the line. Right. They're kind of starting to get the feeling that it's starting to get like, I think I don't, this should be ending soon, but it's starting to get a little long in the tooth. Like it, it has been uh, action field or at least, you know, some things happening here and there, but it's like, okay. I'm surprised I've been able to keep up with it every week. Yeah. And they've kept it to Avengers. So that's, that's also a good, good thing. Let's jump to Invisible Iron Man 598. Sure. So the search for Tony Stark continues here with Riri teaming up with Tony Ho, Madison Jeffries, and Arno Stark to go off searching for or following a lead to Tony. And we and they sort of debut a superhero name for themselves, the Armor Squad. <laughs> Which was cool to see. Uh, and then on the I like earth- that splash page. That splash page where they're all having a conversation. You know, where where uh whatchamacallit, where Caselli is um drawing the different heads talking through their uh, heads up displays. I really like that. Oh yeah. That really drew my that that really uh caught my eye and, and had me uh, you know uh reading this more carefully and uh you know just, just studying it. What I didn't like was that the uh, the armor for Madison Jeffries didn't seem to resemble his old box armor from Alpha Flight. It was just green. So I think he was the green one. So, you know. And on the other side of the story is Victor Von Doom being attacked by the Hood and his gang because they want Dr. Doom's uh, gold that they think he has. Mm-hmm. And but he quickly escapes and runs off to uh, Amara's doorstep, where she he admits that he knows that she's pregnant, and we gotta see where that leads us going forward. Hopefully, not to her untimely demise. I want to know who is hot, who is working in the shadows to recruit Ironheart. Well, yeah, that's uh, you know that you know that just opens up another big can of you know another uh, story because what was it like the end of the last issue? You know, we kind of left at this weird cliffhanger or two issues ago with the same character that we that we see in this issue. Yeah, it's a jump back two issues, right? And I was caught off guard by that, so it took me a while. But once I got into it and you know refreshed my memory. Um, I really liked it. I kind of liked this issue. It was it was it was pretty um, informative, and I hate to say that you know, like you said, the, you know, the jump back uh, kind of filled in some of the gaps. But that's one of the reasons why I like this because we had been left hanging for so long uh, by the last issue. This one, you know, decided to fill in a bunch of gaps to make things a little easier to understand. Mm-hmm. And like you said, kind of figuring out who this mystery. Uh, a person is behind uh, uh, the recruitment process of Riri uh, by sending a certain uh, vampire hunter uh, of all people, <laughs> you know, um, uh, you know, it was pretty interesting. All right. What do you have for us, Ryder? I have 
Um, let us go with Trinity, number 20. Okay. Actually, that's the one I shouldn't have gone off with, but that's fine. But it's okay. It's great. So, um, after the events of last issue and the whole Skataris adventure, uh, Steve Trevor has been kidnapped, uh, and the team goes off to look for them. They split up into three different places because, um, because there is some company that seems to be also working with uh, Demos um, for whatever plan. But first, we get a cut scene, uh, well, a, cut scene a scene of um, Demos encountering Steve Trevor and uh, in from the past and capturing him, seemingly capturing him that moment for some reason. And um, said the, most of the issue is just the team kind of splitting up, going to these different places and. Uh, getting data to find out where where uh one if there's a connection to demos and this other company and two with the end goal to find steve trevor which they find at the end of the book who um is looking a little green around the everything um when they find him so i i don't want to mention a a, a um affirmation green person that we just talked about, but yeah, kind of looking like that. So, and that's where the issue ends. So I guess they're going to end up fighting Steve Trevor next issue. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do Doug's Doomsday Clock number four. Maybe it's just me, but I don't really care about what happened in the Watchmen universe. That does nothing <laughs> for the DCU. Get back to the real story. Oh, I mean, man. That's the first time I've actually heard that in the, in the past week. That's the truth. I've Which, heard that, too. I guess I kind of feel the same way because I'm, I'm not steeped in the Watchmen lore. Mm. But um, I know what the issue shows Rorschach's origin. I think that's like the big Seven pointed issue. Okay. Me. Yeah, I mean, if you're really inter, you know, interested in knowing who this uh, current Rorschach is, right? He's a black guy. Yeah, that. I mean, that part we knew from I think the first issue. So it's interesting that they. Wait, what is this? The fourth issue to tell his origin? Was well, on a bi- uh, bi-monthly schedule now, so. Oh my gosh, that's why. Yeah, it's going to be slow moving for Jeez, Gary Frank. eight more issues, because I think it's oh. a 12 issue series. So it, was, it was supposed to be, you know, it was supposed to last a year, and it takes place a year ahead in the DC universe, so it'd be interesting to see how it gels with everything once it all ends. Do we want to do rapid fire? Uh, yeah. We had no sound effects for that. I'll finish. I'll finish Doug's out. Scarlet Spider number 16. Nothing really happens until the last page. And even then, I'll bet it's a red herring. Another damnation tie-in. Just as... Ben Riley, Discard Spiders number 16 was, is Johnny Blaze, Ghost Rider number one. Besides Matt Matt's in a heavy metal music video, I'm not really sure what the point is here. 
Ghost Rider is the king of hell only because Mephisto is away. Or is that not what happened? I'm confused. <laughs> no, that's, that's pretty much what the case was. Yeah, and I read this issue also. I just wanted to, yeah, it's kind of funny because, um, so spoiler alert, uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Blaze died at the end of Damnation 3. Mm-hmm. Now he's in hell, and he and the, and the spirit have split off into separate people, or at least part, partially in this book until they come together uh, once again near the end. And yeah, the, the King of Hell thing. Happens in Mephisto's stead since he's not here. Um, and there's even some speculation from Johnny as to why that was like maybe he's supposed to be there, maybe maybe Mephisto wanted to take a break or something since he's you know since hmm. the damn thing is going on, blah 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 blah. It's the one fun part of his book was it looks like uh at the beginning it looks like um they're going after one of the trailer park boys, if you know who the pit is. And also, the Rose, Jack Lennon, and Callisto show up. Just, you know, just in cameo. Okay. That was kind of real weird. I picked this book up just because I like the cover. Mm. You know, very Ghost Rider-y. Yeah. So, right. yeah, and there was definitely that whole Max, Mad Max feeling in a part of the book, like like uh, Dirt said. So, well, can... right where they're being chased. Mm-hmm. I was just flipping it, so flipping through it. Hmm. Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is definitely inspired by Fury Road. Yeah. All right. And last is Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number forty-one. Yikes! John Stewart saved the corpse from being interventionists, but in the end, they lost when they won. And now Zod is potentially more powerful than ever. Oops. Interesting. Which is also how it plays out. So basically, Hal Jordan actually beat uh, General Zod in a fight and had him handcuffed with green uh, construct uh, bracelets or handcuffs. But originally, he was told not to interfere with them because they, or them being the General Zod and his family, because they took over this, they made this new planet their home and the residents are, you know, treating them, his family, like, you know, gods or their lords. But knowing that Zod is evil, Hal and Kyle Rayner went off to arrest him and got their butts handed to him. Uh, Before Jon Stewart could send the Green Lanterns to intervene, the Guardian said that they shouldn't because technically Zod hasn't broken any rules and he, again, hasn't done anything wrong. So right when Hal has won and defeated Zod, uh, the Lanterns show up and Jon Stewart makes Hal stand down and let Zod go and then the Green Lanterns leave. And then back on Mogo, Hal and uh, Jon sort of discuss why they let them go. And then next story arc is going to pick up, I guess, where... Metal number six left off with the Dark Stars. Yes, that was one thing that, that came out of that last issue of Dark Metal. Which I guess the Dark Stars are some like old time police force. I was going to say, not even all that old time because ultimately they, I believe, reappe- they appeared maybe late 80s, early 90s. So they were definitely a construct of the 90s. They had their own title in the 90s. They were uh, 
kind of a parallel police force to the Green Lantern Corps. Donna yes. Troy was a dark star for a while. Um, I remember, you know, I had a I had a, a, a a good buddy in college who read the Dark Star's book, so I definitely read his issues when he got them. Um, so I'm I'm at least familiar with that era of the Dark Stars. Um, the book slowly went away um, in the 2000s, and you know, it's this is another you know chance to reboot it. Yep. Shout out to Tyler Quarley and Mostel for that new, that new Dark Star album coming soon. <laughs> Who wants to go through their rapid fire? I've just got one, so let me take care of that. It's Daredevil number six hundred. Um, Matt Murdock's best laid plans go to hell in a handbasket, real quick. Um, you know he's trying to set up. You know he's he's trying to uh, uh, catch the kingpin, the now uh, the now mayor of New York, in the act of uh, you know being the kingpin and to try to bring him down. But things go awry, and uh, you know his plan, Daredevil's plan to uh, to use uh, several of the New York uh, vigilantes um, as help to try to contain um, uh, some uh, gangland violence doesn't exactly work. But what ends up happening at the very end is a cruel twist that goes all the way back to a lot of what Charles Sola has been laying out in the Daredevil book. Um, including what happened with Blindspot, you know, his uh, uh, somewhat sidekick uh, slash mentee who is of uh, uh, Chinese-American descent. You know, he's actually an illegal immigrant. So, you know, a lot of that stuff comes back uh, into play in this issue. So if you haven't been reading uh, Daredevil, this is maybe not the best issue to pick up. Um, but at, but it's not as hard to understand because uh, Soul does a good job of laying out, um, you know, through um, you know through some of the storytelling, through some of the narrative, exactly how we get to where we get to at the end of this issue. It's a pretty interesting twist at the end. So we're left with trying to figure out how Daredevil gets out of this particular uh, uh, fine mess that he's gotten himself into. And that's it for me. I will do my last ones. Uh, Champions number 18. It ends Roberto Ramos and Mark Waite's run on the title. And they finish off by bringing back a founding member of the team while also having one depart. Yep. You the David Banner walking away thing. Dun, 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 dun. And the Terrifics number two, we learn how the Terrifics get bound together. And it involves Tom Strong. Okay. Those who are familiar with him. Probably that one. My two last uh, rapid fires. Yeah. I'm about to say that one episode of Justice League that I remember seeing a man. But anyway, um, Teen Titans, number 18. And sorry, some weird audio issue almost from my headphones. Anyway, uh, so on one hand, we got uh, Beast Boy, who's has, whose newfound friend has this big VR thing that is also 
uh, taking over people's minds, but he doesn't know about it yet. But he implanted himself anyway, just whatever, because, you know, he wanted to break from the team. On the other side of this, the team uh, finds out that this this technology is a thing, and there's this big, um, uh, well, it's not a big unveiling, of, of, but, um, but basically there is an unveiling of this product um, that they go and infiltrate, and they find Beast Boy who, um, you know, get into a scrap with the team because, you know, blah, 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 this another, another, and then the team's trying to look out for his best interest, but he's not trying to hear another, or he doesn't think they, they actually are. And, of course, the person uh, that is over this mind-controlling tech um, takes control of Beast Boy, and the team will end up fighting him next issue, and that is that. So, uh, Mystic Dude number three. This book also is ended. Um, so if you do know anything about this book, uh, this was uh, Zatanna basically kind of sort of going back in time or to a time and not necessarily her time where she enters a school, a sort of magical school, uh, not in like hard works or a fillery, probably closer to fillery. Um, to learn how to use their magic, but the other side of it is that there's this big bad that is supposedly coming in the future that's going to basically kill all the mystics, and they need to find out what or who. And it is one of the group of people that um, Titana's associated with with us. Well, the big bad has has um, basically came out from one of the people, or as a version of one of the people. They take care of it, and the book pretty much ends. Um, which well, it ends, but there is a story that could be taken up after that because in the first issue of the book, Zatanna, um, uh, in her previous form or in her in her youth, it basically rewrites her or her origin, and in that she well, I don't know if it does. She's basically sends her dad to hell, and that would be the first use of her powers because she was yeah, with Yikes. the first use of her powers yeah. And so at the end of this book, her and uh, Felix Faust's son ride off to go look for him. And that pretty much ends this book. So whether that's going to show up someplace else or start another book somewhere down the line, we don't know. Uh, but that's how this book ends. Like I said, it was like three issues and it was basically a double-sized book anyway. So it was it was um, only going but one place. Uh, the Champions have been done. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur Soar number 29. Uh, basically, Lunella gets three teams back together again of, of sorts. Um, one team being that of Silver Surfer and Galactus, who is no longer the world leader, because there's this big bag called Omnipotus who's coming to try to wreck the Earth. Uh, so they are pretty much on the front line trying to hold off uh, Omnipotus until, while Lunella who we find out her middle name, but that's beside the point, are working with uh, Ben Grimm and Johnny Storm as the Fantastic Three and Herbie, excuse me. Um, and they bring back a fourth member of the team too, because you know, all the, throughout the issue, they were like, well, Fantastic Four needs to be, there needs to be four people in the Fantastic Four and blah, 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 blah. So they task Herbie to go look through the timeline and they bring back, spoiler alert, Devil Dinosaur, who's been missing from this book since mm. uh, or get five or six issues at the very least. And that's where we end the, that off. 
Um, my last book is a book I haven't read yet, but I wanted to bring it up, and that is this one. If you're watching the video, I believe I've mentioned it before, and it is called Puerto Rico Strong. It is an anthology, comic anthology, um, that is um, supporting the, the proceeds are going towards the, the Puerto Rican uh, disaster relief fund. This is one of the two that is actually coming out. Uh, the other one being Reconstruction. Uh, which is, I'm not sure, which is supposed to be coming out soon, but as you can see here, it's nice. This one's coming from out of uh, Lions Forge. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's a, a lot of good art in here. I hadn't, I just pretty much thumbed through it, but I hadn't really um, read through a lot of stuff yet. But it's some, oh, I thought it was some Boondocks things in here. But yeah, some cool looking stuff that's in here. So it's from first uh, looking, but oh, you get a chance to check this out, do so. This is also in digital form. Which actually I brought part one of those two, and that is it for me. I knew something was off. Ah, yes, there we go. The trademark <laughs> left. So, um, clicks of the week. It's time for clicks of the week. Clicks of the week. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Mine is Dark Knight's Metal Number Six. I, I, I'd be inclined to agree with you if I wasn't so confused by so much of what was going on. Um, I think, believe it or not, I probably had the most fun reading Avengers 686 um, because of how Zub and Wade and Ewing were writing the Hulk so, and how he was uh, beating the stuffing out of pacifist Wonder Man. So that worked. So I think I'm going to go with that. Avengers 686. Mm. Ouch. And I think just out of all the stuff I read, some of it was yeah, some of it was alright. So I guess I will go with Champions number 18. Nice. Okay. What was Dirt's? Did he give one? Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps number 41. That was his click of the week? Wow. It wasn't bad. It's like out of nowhere. And our ad read. All right. So let me pull this up off my handy dandy phone because, you know, we have to go. Not It's not definitely not low tech. That's the, that is the wrong uh, characterization of it. So our first ad of the night is for Amazon. Visit cspn.us, then, keep, then click the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page to help keep our podcast free by shopping at Amazon. From there, scroll down and click on the Amazon link to shop. Purchase items from Amazon as you normally would, whether it's books, music, electronics, jewelry, apparel, etc. For every purchase made on Amazon through our link, again, that's at Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page at cspn.us, Amazon sends the CSPN a payment, ka-chang-chang, chang, that helps us keep the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles podcast free for our listeners at no extra cost to you. Amazon.com through CSPN.us. Do it today. Ka-chang! Alrighty. Cinematic news of the week begins with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. makes a major change to Quake again. Yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been in the news a lot recently. I don't know, maybe they're trying to hype it for a renewal. I don't know. Probably. People seem to be enjoying this last season. It seems like a lot of stuff has happened. 
I haven't seen a single episode. I've heard a little bit of rah-rah for it, but yeah, I haven't seen any of it either. Especially when we were taping at the, you know, we were we were recording the same time it was on for a while there. Yeah, I can say you're free now to watch it. Yeah, exactly. Next so up, we have Agents of Shield, Cast Lord of the Rings alum as formidable alien. Who's that? Uh, some is uh, it is his name is Craig Parker. Okay, and he will play Tarion. The funny part about that was like I saw Formidable Alien. And I was like, "Oh, Ronan!" And then I forgot Ronan was already in Guardians. Yeah, I was gonna say Ronan is in Guardians, and there should be some more news about Ronan upcoming, right? Um, I don't think I, I know what you're talking about, but I'm not sure if I put that in there or not. Oh, okay. Well, let's try to remember to add it. Hmm. You know, even if it's in passing. I might have, but I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Infinity War, Sebastian Stan is up for a Bucky Barnes slash Falcon Buddy movie. <laughs> Good for or, you. you know, if that if that tells us Vince book of anything, that Hawkeye one, uh, one with Hawkeye would also work. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel full cast announced with one huge surprise. Oh, it's there. There you go. Yeah. That being the return of Agent Coulson. And a couple other people. Right, that, that's what I was referring to. Yeah, that being... Uh, uh, the Accuser. And Diamond Hanshu's character also, who I can't, whose name escapes me from Guardians. Korath the Pursuer or something like that? Yeah, something like that. So yeah, that was that was big news because, uh, you know, it's nice to see uh, Phil Coulson lives, or lived, since this is supposed to be set in the past. Which makes um, sense. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, it's it's gonna be fun to see Colton again on the big screen, and it's cool that they're bringing back uh, 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 Ronan and 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 Korath uh, from the Guardians movie into this. That's pretty cool. That's gonna that's gonna provide a nice little uh, uh, loop because it's gonna be more than an Easter egg if they show up. Yeah. Well. It also, if you think about her origin back then, and I guess this next article that we could, we'll talk about, it makes sense. Captain Marvel, how the classic Kree Squirrel war, war story could influence the movie. So, yeah, I mean, you know. And I wrote an article about how another story, Secret War, could possibly play into it. Oh, I did not see that. Yes. I got to look for that. Yeah. And what else we got? Black Panther just beat Avengers to become the highest grossing superhero movie in the U.S. box office history. Yay. Although we kind of know what might blow it out of the water very soon. <laughs> uh, if that happens. Yeah, that's it's shaping up to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what, what's what's funny is that you know, Black Panther obviously brought in non-comic book fans for certain aspects of the movie, but you wonder if Infinity War is going to do that and bring in repeat business, you know, the same way. Like, mm-hmm. you kind of you kind of guess it might. Mm, I don't know. Donald oh, Glover... Think, I was about to say, I just, sorry, to, sorry to interrupt, you think that's reserved for uh, Infinity War untitled sequel? No, I mean, if, it, if anything's going to do, it's going to be it's going to be this Infinity War because we still don't know anything about that. Like, this is when the big when everything goes down. Like, it pretty much goes comes down to this. 
So right. if it's going to do it, then it's going to be this, and you know, but I don't know. I have some doubts. You know. Don Glover and FX have exited Marvel's animated Deadpool series. Yep. It's be a series no more. Unless they somebody else brings it up. I was gonna say, how do you guys feel about this? I had forgotten about it, so Oh the, sh- the show Tim cares about with Donald Glover is, is still on the air, so that's, that's right. <laughs> yeah. It comes on tonight, actually. Yep. Atlanta. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. The, we, it was creative differences, so we don't, we don't, you know, end up telling what happened to it. And so, like, it was further, like, we had just heard about it not too long ago, so it's not like, I'm like, oh, well, it'd be a different story if had that, there had been some work on it and, you know, this had happened. So. One of Solo's mysterious villains could have a deep cut connection to Marvel's classic Star Wars comics. Sadly enough, not Son of Thoros. Yeah, but I wishes Wonder Woman a happy birthday. And Wonder Woman 2 adds Game of Thrones star Pedro Pascal. Gotham set photos show Jerome in full Joker makeup and costume. So this one was like, well, they've been going on for the last couple of seasons. Like, is he actually the Joker or not? And they keep saying no. And people have been thinking, well, clearly he is because the way he's been acting. And now we got this as something. Warner Brothers Animation may be returning to Batman the Animated Series Timverse. WonderCon WonderCon 2018, Batman Ninja screening leaves fans satisfied in the Ultimate Anime Batman mashup. Oh, incidentally, Batman and Mr. Freeze is out, and they're because of that last article, they're thinking they might start doing more of those or bringing those more of those back out. The Death of Superman animated movie announces all star voice cast. And Constantine City of Demons is out and available on the CWC app. Not bad. And more. Um, actually, this should be in comic book news. So, yes, yeah. yeah. so, yeah, now comic book news. Bingo Love heads back to print for a third time. Congratulations to Franklin and those. Frank Miller to write Carrie Kelly graphic novel and new deal with DC. Oops, forgot about that one. Harley Quinn's getting the Mad Max free road treatment in Old Lady Harley. Oh, God. <laughs> Harley train don't stop. Oh, man. Uh, DC also announced a new writer for Harley Quinn today, Sam Humphreys. He's taking her to Apocalypse to meet the new gods. <sighs> Speaking of Dark Side, <laughs> he'll soon be a member of the Justice League. Sure. DC launches, launching Justice League line under New Justice banner with new teams. Uh, I don't see that on there, so... I think one of them is on there, the, the night light, light one. Are well, I was going to say, the new books are Justice League Dark and Justice League Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, the Hall of Justice is also returning. Yeah, that was in uh, Spoiler Alert, Ding Ding. Um, that was uh, that was actually uh, introduced at the end of uh, Dark Knight's Metal this week. So we get the classic line again. Yes. <laughs> DC's Teen Titans gains new roster creative team in July. 
Julie Benson and Shauna Benson take aim at Green Arrow. Superman's underwear may be back on the outside in action comments 1000, but it might not be staying. Oh no. Really? Uh, who cares? Hey, not the, not <laughs> that it matters, underwear. but they made a big deal out of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Nightwing leads her fifth team for Justice League No Justice. I did that. Let's see. So, Doctor Strange Damnation's first major death might actually stick. And we talked about that earlier. No kidding. Hope, hope Summer returns and she's more like Cable than ever before. Apparently she's got the virus and uh, whatever else. Yeah. The Fantastic Four return. Yay! Dan Slott and Sarah Pacelli. Yay! Hold on, hold on. See, now I gotta find the stupid app, the, the the stupid sound. Here we go. Man, that could be all right. Are we on our way to getting um, Superior Fantastic Four? I beg your pardon. So are we on our way to getting to Superior Fantastic Four? <laughs> listen, it is slot, so that'd be interesting. I listen. I'm I'm, I'm happy that. Uh, the the FF is uh, getting some love again, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, building some more. So it's actually building a Marvel Legends FF team now that I've acquired. If you uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, at agent underscore seventy on Instagram, I was able to finally acquire the uh, Mister Fantastic uh, Walgreens exclusive. So I'm just waiting for uh, the uh, the inevitable Benjamin Jacob Grimm, aka um, and Petunia's favorite nephew, Ben Grimm, a.k.a. The Thing, um, to be released. There, I did see some pictures of uh, Silver Surfer, uh, we'll, Marvel Legends. We'll get to that. Okay. So moving on. Marvel's Elders of the Universe are undergoing some major changes. Death of the Inhumans is coming this July from Donny Cates and Ariel Olivetti. Seriously, like they get they they have a bad TV run, and all of a sudden they're dead, they're dying. No, I know? think like well, we got X Men back in the MCU, so and X Men back in the comics, so we don't need them anymore. <laughs> Put them back. Yeah, right. Celebrate Father's Day with Marvel's comics at local comic book shops. Hey, new comic book day is also coming in May. Mm-hmm. I mean, free comic book day. Yeah, yeah. Free comic. You said day. new comic book day. I'm like, yeah. new comic book day is every Wednesday. Every week, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Walgreens exclusive Marvel Legends six inch Silver Surfer in hand image. It's apparently, this image was from some Mexican site from some Mexican store. So yeah, I don't know. They're on their way. Sure. Marvel rehired an old employee. <laughs> Who's, that? Who's that? Sven Larson. Guys, Sven Larson. Okay. Marketing dude. Mark Millar won't work for Marvel or DC ever again. He doesn't need to. Yeah, basically. And this Chris Emily leaving Captain America and Marvel 2. It came out last week, but I just saw it. So, uh, First Transformers Unicron chapter launches on free comic book day. Speaking of. Uh, you can download over 22,000 golden and silver age comic books from the comic book plus archive. Go check it out. Uh, you can order Reconstruction for pre-order. The Love Bruinquina 
DC mashup. Man, second we we butchered that name, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus yeah, rises from the dead three for, times for in April. Right. And discover the heir to the throne of Mithra and beneath the dark crystal. What's our last ad read of the night? Last ad read of the night is for Wink, a personalized wine club. I could use some wine right now. Wink is a world of wine delivered right to your door. To my door, too? Yes, to my door, too. From Rosé to Cabernet to Torrente, Wink has over 100 styles of wine to discover. Ever try an orange wine? Wink connects you to a world of exclusive wines tailored to your tastes and delivered directly to your door. Wink delivers four bottles of wine to you every month with free shipping. You can pick your own bottles or let Wink choose and match to your taste. It doesn't cost a thing to become a member, and you can skip or cancel any time. And now, the listeners of the Click Nation's Comic Book Chronicles can enjoy an exclusive discount of $20 off your first order. To place your first order with $20 off, and to help keep our show free for you, go to our network website at cspn.us forward slash wink. That's cspn.us forward slash wink. W-I-N-C. Wink Wines through CSPN. Do it today. Ka-ching! Follow us on our individual Twitter accounts. I'm at TimDOGG98 and at CBCron. Ka-ching! Agent70 is at Agent underscore 70 on Twitter and Instagram. Ka-ching! Roddy Cat is at Roddy Cat and at News Nerds Needs. Ka-ching! Cheese! Ha 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 ha. And Doug is at PCN underscore dirt on Twitter and go to his website, popculturenetwork.com. And with that, we'll be back next week. We are the Comic Book Chronicles and we are signing off. Peace. Good evening, Rick. Would you believe it? It's, it's Dr. Doom. What's on your evil mind? Oh, you didn't. This woman is new, and we'll be hired, Mr. Stark.